Welcome to The Average Fan of Wrestling, a podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what's already happened and book the upcoming shows with realistic content. We are going to be wrong most of the time, but we're going to have a hell of a time doing it. This is episode two entitled The Worst Mask of the Year. And I'm Jason, and I'm here with my Montez Ford to my (laughs) Angelo Dawkins Chris. Give me that smoke. There you go. We want the smoke. How are we doing? Good, man. How are you doing? Hey, I am in Royal Rumble season, actually on my computer right now. I am in the middle of the 2007 Rumble. Uh, My pause screen has one, two, three, four, five, six guys around Viscera trying to knock them out. (laughs) Um, So I've been just kind of going through those in the background and trying to figure out what the hell is happening. I watched 97, 97 through 2002 last night. Nice. They had yeah. attitude attitude era rumble. It was a special on the network. I was like, oh, oh yeah. okay, there we go. That's awesome. Yeah, so I just go through the network and I just pick. I just watch the rumble matches all the way through, and I do it every January leading up. Um, and I'll can probably continue to do it, especially these ones. This era here, where we get to 05, and then we get into the 08 to 13, 14 era, where I wasn't as you know, I was in it, but. I was freshly married and couldn't, you know, be too big of a dork. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's, who's yeah. never going to listen to this, but it's fine. And if you do, Beck, uh, good for you for making it through the first. Yeah, hey, she made it work. I think, I think you guys a, are going to be okay. Contest. So. Yeah. So, I mean, but I slowly got back into it. I remember one of the, you know, like seeing Sting back on Raw. And that whole, you know, that was around that whole time yep. frame. It was, it was all good stuff. So, but here we are. We are in the midst of Royal Rumble season. Um, this week we're going to review SmackDown from the 15th of January and Raw from the 18th. And then we'll get into some bookings. We'll talk about the Royal Rumble. And then you know, we'll have some fun with the top five, some trivia. We're just going to crap on some book, some old bookings and try to make it better. Um, you know, when we never profess to be professionals, we're never going to write for, well, I can't speak for you, Chris, but I'm never going to write for WWE. They won't hire me, but um yeah probably i'm probably exempt from that too so yeah so you know we're gonna have some fun doing it um and let's get into it so got smackdown and smackdown you know last week we called the show who needs consistency because there was a lot of just back and forth at least this week had kind of brought some things back around which was great um so we have roman reigns with his contract angle here and he did this with bray Wyatt and um Braun Strowman a few months back wouldn't sign the contract, wouldn't sign the contract. Then in that triple threat match, signs the contract, delivers a spear and wins the title. And he's had it since. Um, so and done. He's like, I'm not been the best story on both shows by far. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, I won't go easily. Really like Alexa Bliss and and, and Bray Wyatt, but th- that can be a debate for another time. Which one? Which story is better? Heel reigns. This has been phenomenal. So. It uh, just depends where they go next. And we saw some seeds this week of where they might go. Um, we'll get there. So, um, Haynes, Haynes. <laughs> that would be a combination between Heyman and Reigns. So, Team Haynes. <laughs> That's their couple's um, name now. Good gravy. Uh, so, Paul Heyman wants a, wants a stipulation. Finds Sonya Deville with her only appearance of the night. So, what, she, what are they doing with her? And Adam Pierce talking, um, you know. I've seen all your matches, and what about that knee? Blah 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 blah. Uh, Heyman's like, well, about a no disqualification match. Pierce signs it, brings it back to Roman. Now this is where it gets interesting. This is later in the night. Roman, they pan back talking to Apollo Cruz, and 
we've been we've been talking about Apollo Crews heel turn for yes. a long time now. Much needed. Um, on the second episode, a very long time now. Uh, no, because we we've talked about this this needing to happen Apollo Crews for a few weeks, um, leading up to doing the podcast and things like this. I thought it was going to happen a few weeks ago um, with Sami Zayn and Apollo making an alliance, but this one might be a little better. So that's that's a nice little. I don't want to call it a nugget or a hint because you don't know what it is. Um, but Reigns is like, nope, don't want a no DQ. I want a last man standing match. It's like, all right, what is, what's going to happen? Because you know that there, there's some sort of swerve coming in. Oh, like, of course. What's it going to be? Yeah. Um, so we get into the ring. Adam Pierce signs the contract. And then I'm just looking. Roman Reigns signs it, doesn't look at it. So once, once you realize he's just staring down Pierce and signs his name, he's like, there it is. Yep. What's in there that he didn't look at that got changed, right? Um, and during that time, Heyman, like, because there's no audience there, you can hear everything he's saying. He's just like, Pierce, let's go. You're not making for good television. Like, just, <laughs> just funny stuff on the side. Um, and then Pierce, I've been waiting all night for you to do that. And then how like hightails it out the ring, which was, which was a great touch. Then pulls up, you know, pulls a Vince McMahon and tear, you know, hurts his quad walking up the, or his knee, whatever he said he was hurting. It's like, Oh no, subject to change. I need a suitable replacement. And here comes KO. And I got to say, did not see KO coming. Did not think that was going to happen. No, I thought they were going to save KO for a while. Yep. Um, but what this does make me frustrated with is that when we first started this, you remember what, what I had as the Royal rumble main event with, with, uh, uh, was it was it Shinsuke? No, before that, before Shinsuke, before they they took Kevin Owens out. No, I had Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens in a Hell in a Cell. Okay, that was my original, yeah. and this is so close. <laughs> I'm like, it's one of the things I'm like, I should have just kept it. They could have they could have found a way, but I thought they were writing Kevin Owens off for a while because they really they did a number to him. So, but now we're gonna have KO and Reigns at the Rumble, last man standing. Um, when we get into booking, Roman Reigns. He's going to go nuts. He's going to go absolutely ballistic this week. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. It's going to be good. Because I, I like the fact that he's always so docile, except when he's attacking somebody. Then he's then he's like in, enraged. And then he's yep. so calm and quiet the rest of the time. It's perfect. I wish they did this with him. Oh, years ago. Years ago. When when people were actually booing him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and didn't want him around. And they just... You know, nope, Roman Reigns is winning the Rumble. Nope, he's going to fight Brock Lesnar for the 18th time. And it's just like, oh, just stop. I mean, b- better late than never. I mean, at least we, at least exactly. it's not like a, a Cena thing where, like, how could a Cena heel run have turned out? But Right, right. You mean Hugh can't see me? <laughs> Jesus. We'll get to that later, too. I have some strong opinions on that. Um, <laughs> so that that's the universal title picture that kind of, that went through the night. Sets up the title match for uh, the Royal Rumble. We also so we had Jay Uso who opened the match, opened the show, declared for the Rumble. No, not surprising. Called out Nakamura, and it's funny. The first thing I noticed when Nakamura came out was his old music. Yep. And you noticed that too, right? It's just did. like it wasn't it wasn't the the new heel thing. It was just, it was his old, just straight up. If the crowd was there, chanting music. I love his um, I love his old theme, and I, I noticed yeah, that right so, away. So that's getting me thinking, okay, inexplicable face turn, old music, fighting Jey Uso, of course. Um, but then Cesaro was down there, 
still still going full heel pretty much on commentary and all the things he did afterwards. So it's interesting to see what they're actually going to do with this. Um, not quite sure what they're going to do with it, but we'll see. But Nakamura wins that match against Uso. Um, Uso had his uh, feet on the ropes, which Lil Nate, referee Lil Nate saw. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and once they're arguing, one Kinshasa later, done. And then you see in the back how Uso was threatening Charles Robinson. You know, this isn't the end of it, or you're going to pay for this, or whatever it was. I'm curious whether it's going to be a um, an angle where they're actually going to involve Charles Robinson more, and this is like his swan song out, and they're giving him a thing out because he's been around for a long, long time, thirty years maybe. Yeah. I would Back say in WCW, easy. he was around, yeah, right. So maybe they're like giving him a storyline and a reason to leave, and that they're giving him that you know that way out. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Or this is just going to be the beginning of Jey Uso and Roman Reigns and family just ordering everyone around till they get their way type of thing. So I think that's more likely, but yeah, I would love to see see where they go. Yeah, I'd love to see it just be a Charles Robinson angle, just as his swan song. Like, nope, you're out, and uh, I'm sure he can't take bumps at his age, but um, he might. I I mean, you know, I bet you they have to be able to still take bumps if they're going to be referees. So I would think so. The the cardio almost take to move around the ring as much as they do is is pretty crazy. Right, so we'll see what happens there. Um, we got a, sh- uh, a quick th- a quick tag title picture with the Street Profits just saying how they want their titles back in a promo. Didn't really lead to anything. Um, then we get to Natalia versus Liv Morgan. And we have Billy <laughs> Kay come ridiculous. out. Yeah, she's dressed up all punk. Um, so I, I, I'm torn about whether I hate this or whether I'm intrigued by it because I think the majority of the people hate this. I'm intrigued because I want to see what they're going to do with Billy Kay. Like she's, she could do a lot. I think if they're not going to have her in the iconic, she could actually do something. Like I'm not saying wrestle. I'm saying she could do something. Like I wish she was the Sonya Deville. I wish she was the backstage authority figure, but um, I don't know what they're going to do with her. So, well, I have a couple guesses, but she ends up um, distracting Liv Morgan during the match as Liv, as Liv was about to win and Natalia rolled up Liv Morgan for the win. So that's going to, that's obviously going to co- uh, progress over the next couple of weeks, but it, this won't last too long. This no, doesn't no. have much likes at all. I just, whenever I see something like this, it just, it, it screams to me that like they didn't know what to do with her yep. once they broke up the Iconics. And it's like th- that tag team was fine. If you didn't have anything, why did you have to do it? It doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like breaking up Tucker and Otis, and you haven't seen Tucker and God knows how long, and Otis is kind of floundering. It's like, why? I don't watch. I bet you if you watch me in an event, you'd see him once every couple of weeks. But like, maybe. I mean, it, yeah. it just doesn't. I don't know. So I think they just do things for the sake of doing them sometimes. Right. Right. And the short, you know, you can tell, especially after not this past week's for all, but the one we reviewed last week, how short they were on people where you had four wrestlers go double duty. Yeah. It's like, yep. You know, you, there should be more opportunities, but. So a story that I think is going to start growing some legs comes up next with Rey Mysterio and King Corbin. Uh, we have Dominic who tried to interfere after Corbin cheap shot at him and Ray sent them out and then Corbin hit the end of days. Um, this actually goes nicely with what I have happening in the rumble. So I'm going to leave it. I'm going to just acknowledge it, but I want to leave it for right now because I want to save it for the Royal rumble episode, which I'm going to reference about 18 thousand times during this thing because i'm so excited to do the royal rumble episode next week um but this is this has a major piece of what i already had booked into the royal rumble 
So we'll see where it goes. Things might change next week on the go home episode. I doubt it. Um, but I do expect to see Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio and King Corbin all in the rumble. Um, You'd have to think so. Yeah, but we're going to, we're going to see some, we're going to see some fireworks. We're going to see finally the, so mm, how much do I want to give away? Thinking. Nah, there there was something when I, when I was doing this a while ago, when I'm like, what's going to happen in the future before you and I even talked about starting something like this Mm -hmm. involving the Mysterios and Seth Rollins and where I thought that Seth Rollins angle was going to go. And it didn't go with the direction I thought it was going to, but I think it's going to now, but we'll wait till the Royal Rumble episode. And we'll talk more about that next week. Okay. Um, now the bright spot. Ding dong. Hello, oh, man. Talk about people. They don't know what to do with. Dude, this year for Bailey has been like the story arc for game of Thrones. It's a season eight. Like, yeah, it started out so <laughs> good, and it's like she had such a great 2020, and she was just finally got out of the the lovable I'm a hugger role, and 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 became this you know the role model Bailey, the badass, the, the win at all costs. Such a good story, so many good matches with her and Sasha Banks, and then oh, once we get all this out of the way, we have no idea what to do, and you get season seven and eight, and it's like. <laughs> Dude, what? Like, come on! If you if if you have nothing for her, space it out a little bit. Don't leave her hanging. Right. I mean, I feel like they started such an unintentional good story with her, with you know getting eliminated first at the, at the Rumble. I mean, at the uh, Survivor Series as the captain mm-hmm. and things like that. I thought that they were gonna start going there, but I don't know. They need. I, hopefully, this is just a one-off. I was hoping Bianca Belair would trash the whole thing and it would just be like a one a one week one week thing, but I don't think it's going anywhere yet. But unfortunately I, I put them, I think it's just going to be let her flounder until they get another bright idea. Well, I mean, she's going to, she's going to have to, she's going to be putting over Bianca Belair because Bianca Belair by the end of the year will be one, maybe not two time champion easy. So they got to build her and Bailey's going to be the one to build her. And that's okay. So, but I mean, I'm fine with fine, that. But, but... Just like, but like this step is just, it's like the Bailey and Alexa Bliss. This is your life thing from a few. Oh years ago, yeah, oh, which is man. probably top top two worst things. I like. Uh, I think I even watched that one live, and I'm like, I was trying to hit the fast forward button. I'm like, yes, it was that was bad. Um, so anyway, so moving on. So next week there's an obstacle course challenge between Bianca Belair and Bailey, and that's the stupidest the EST word for that idea I've heard in a long time. Um, but who am I? I'm just, I'm just a 38 year old assistant principal who's booking wrestling shows in his free time. Um, but well, but well, I might add. <laughs> but well, so but well. Um, next we have, and when I put in the notes here, there are so many question marks. Daniel Bryan training with Chad Gable, training the Alpha Academy way. What is happening? So this is where we see Cesaro come and, and confront Daniel Bryan. So we have Nakamura and Cesaro, who are still obviously a team um from now i guess and nakamura who's playing full face but you have cesaro who's now going up against one of the biggest faces in in the company with daniel bryan this makes me wonder a few things first is cesaro that much bigger than everyone else he's just deceptively big because when i was watching that segment cesaro was towering over daniel bryan well, Daniel Bryan's a kind of a short dude, though, too. So the combination, yeah. But, yeah. but then Cesaro with next to Gable and Otis, he like he 
huge. Yeah. I think he's just deceptively huge. Yeah, he's a good. He's a real um, big. He's a good big dude. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Daniel Bryan Cesaro, which for all intents and purposes should be a WrestleMania main event any year, but no, it's going to be this silly SmackDown episode that was set up in a backstage thing with Chad Gable doing jumping jack. Keep them guessing, um, Jason. Keep them guessing. So Cesaro wins clean with a neutralizer. Um, it leads to some questions. Are they? Is Daniel getting buried? Is this a long arc for a return to heal Daniel Bryan? Or is Daniel Bryan on his way out and he's just starting to do some honors? I can't figure out which one it is. Um, I don't think they're burying him, but if no. you're getting put... If, but if you're, if you're going from... I want to win wrestle because he's like, I want to, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble. I haven't done this. And they started building him as this Royal Rumble contender. And now he's lost to Nakamura and Cesaro in back-to-back weeks. And they have him backstage with Chad Gable, like telling him what to do. That's a demotion. I think I I heard, um, I forgot where I heard it from. I I give him credit if I remembered, but it was uh, Daniel Bryan's been doing more like agent backstage work. Uh, okay. And so it's very possible that he's just, you know, using his using his star power to get people over a little bit more. Hopefully, um, not that Cesaro needs to get over more. I mean, no. he should speak but for Otis himself. Does, but so Otis does so, and and I, I think maybe it's going to be a transition to him being more of a part timer, and that's fine. You know, so I don't think it's unfair it's just, though. Right, but it's just it's just weird the the arc that has happened. Oh over yeah, the last no, month it is. So. It is. It just it doesn't you know what I mean like usually can anticipate. I mean, heck, we got some some of the bookings right from last week to this week, which I thought I thought was fun. Um, some, I think at least one big. Well, one well like you said last episode, with regards yeah. to Daniel Bryan, who needs continuity? Exactly. So, so we'll see. I'm still waiting for Chad Gable to go full heel and oh, Chad Gable and Otis to have their thing. I thought that happened by now, but. I don't know. So, but there's so many, there's so many other things happening right now between the universal title and the intercontinental uh, and the women's on this, that it's like, this is just, it's filler till the rumble. And then you, you restart that next week. Um, now we have Carmela backstage and Sasha interrupts and she's like, she'll give Carmela a title shot if she gets Reginald in the match first. So that's going to be fun. Um, that was a quick, easy way. I thought they were going to, at least have some sort of contender match to figure out who's going to go against her at the Rumble. But nope, it's just like, no, I'll fight you at the Rumble, but let me beat up this dude first. Uh, Uh, Let me beat up new James Ellsworth first. So That's funny. We'll see Sasa versus new Ellsworth hopefully this week. Uh, Then we have a pop. He's he's just going to be new Ellsworth. It's a random name generator. Right, so... Just called Els Jamesworth at this point. Like Els Jamesworth. Well, that sounds like a fancy name too, right? Uh, my name is Els. Els Jamesworth. Miss Ellsworth right? James. Yes, exactly. So it's just like, why not? Um, next, we have Apollo and Sami Zayn. Winner was said to get an Intercontinental Title match. <laughs> just a couch out there. Biggie's chilling on. He is um, hilarious. Oh, he's great. He's Some great. of the stuff he said was, oh, it was cracking me up. Um, so Apollo wins with a handful of tights. We got to see some Canadian butt crack, which was cool. Um, I mean, not unless it's Trish Stratus. Right. Uh, it's interesting to see because this is just going to be the beginning of all, like, we'll end up seeing soon. I don't know when, like, all the time Sami Zayn got screwed, like how he has his own cameraman. So yep. we'll start seeing a clip show either leading up to Elimination Chamber or even WrestleMania for him to be like, oh, look at all these things that happened. Uh, give me my title shot. So uh, he'll still stay in that Intercontinental title hunt. 
But what this does is set up uh, another intercontinental title match between Apollo Crews and Big E next week. I mean, Big E can't lose this thing. The go-home show to Royal Rumble. Mm. I'll, I'll give you my he opinion just, when we book it. I'll yeah, give you my opinion. He just it. won it. Uh, all right. Anyway, so anything else on SmackDown that you want to add? Uh, no. Um, oh, yeah. Actually, I shouldn't say no and then say yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, and here's what it is. Uh, yeah, I, the, 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 the whole Reigns, Adam Pierce, like I said last episode... I think it's a it's a cool storyline if they had played it out over two or three weeks. Yeah, literally it starts last week. They play the entire the entire saga of it out last week, and then this week it's just off on its Owens and Reigns again. Yep, it's like it's it's not a problem with the outcome. It's just they they hot shot everything. Yeah. They took what could have been easily six, seven, eight week program, and, and turned it into essentially an hour and a half of television, and it's like. This this right. is why you run out of stuff to do, because you rush everything. Right. I feel like because there was there's six weeks in between TLC and Royal Rumble, which usually it's not that big. Yep. If this if it was a typical four or five week, we wouldn't have seen this whole Pierce thing, and it would just been continuity with KO right. going through. Right. Um, but I think they just needed so much filler. They needed six weeks worth of stuff. So it's just like, what are you, what are you gonna do? So I think that was, um, we'll see. If Adam Pierce is in the Rumble, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm just gonna put that on the record. So, I don't think he's legitimately medically cleared. I know he had to retire because of an injury. Right. I don't think he so, can. Right. I hope. I'm just. I, it wouldn't shock me just because, but I, I sure as hell don't have him coming up anywhere. Um, do have some fun surprises though. So stay tuned next week for the Royal Rumble episode, everyone. Um, it's gonna drop Thursday the 28th. So, get ready for that. Uh, so now let's go to Raw, and we start with Raw uh, with Orton's pre-tape with a mask, his overly burnt nose, mouth, and eyes, and this is why I wanted to name the episode the worst mask this year. Oh, no, okay, the, that makes sense. We're we're in we're in the COVID era with we have to wear masks all the time, all the time, and then Randy Orton with his uh, now I have to wear this mask. I'm like, boy, we've had to wear masks for the last <laughs> year now. I didn't even think of that with your That's with funny. your with your Botox lips and your you know sharpied in eye sockets like it was just it looked bad it was it was tough he's like i don't blame you alexa bliss i blame the fiend and now all of a sudden alexa's at it it seems like she's out of it and it's just like interest so it's just you know you're not gonna you're not gonna stop me from getting in the royal rumble yeah you're not gonna be in the royal rumble randy i don't have you in i never had you in um and i'm hoping that that you're that you're you know it could be one of those things where, hey, he's coming in at number well, arbitrary 18, but then, nope, he's not. Someone else is going to replace him, hopefully. Right. Um, so, but when we book SmackDown, uh, when we book Raw, hopefully um, this will at least knock him out for the Rumble. So, just a couple things, because they showed some highlights. They showed Triple, H, Triple H's Fire Sledge. And how he set it on fire. This is so stupid. Uh, this is so when, dumb. But when the lights went out, the fire sledge went out at the same time. Well, Jason, I didn't it's catch magic, that it's, last time. It's magical fire from the fiend. I'm like what the hell? But like Triple H said it. I saw him. I saw him set it. I watched him do the lighter and set it on fire. How did it go out? It's not realistic. That pissed me off. Um, and then it's funny because he's complaining about being burnt by Alexa Bliss when he literally tried murdering the fiend. Um, <laughs> 
That's when I was when I was watching this and, and typing out the notes. I'm like, no, you tried murdering someone. You set the dummy on fire. Um, and then I also wrote here, Orton looks like the guy from Saw from the profile. When he yeah. On. Yeah. And I just wanted I wanted him to say, you want to play a game? That's all I was waiting for. Uh, it didn't happen. So you have Orton calling out the fiend. So we'll see how this progresses. It's going to, I think it's going to come not to a head. It's not going to come to a head till WrestleMania. Let's just put that on the record. This, this is a long build. This is a long, this is going to be a long program, just like Orton and Edge um, last year. This is even going to be longer. I would, I'm going to hold off to the, the blow off for the cinematic. And I know you said you were looking for the cinematic at the rumble, I think, but I want to hold off for the cinematic till, till WrestleMania with these guys. I think if it's if it's Orton Bliss at the Rumble, if they end up doing something like that, I think it'll be cinematic. Um, but I do I do agree the blow off would be too. Yeah, and then Orton I know and needs to just go away for half a year or so. Just keep, you know. Keep in mind though, I did I did say that before I knew the announcement that they were going to actually have fans for WrestleMania right. in Tampa. So I that does change a few things for me. Right. Right. Um, so moving on, we have uh, Lacey Evans and Ric Flair backstage. You know, what's going on? Lacey's saying she's trying to learn from the, the greatest ever. I kept asking about the horseman. And I, I put a – I wonder if that's a subtle foreshadow or if that's just her making comment. Like, she could ask him about anything. But, you know, when you hear about four horsewomen, right, you, you always think – you always hear Bailey, Sasha Banks, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte. And then you have the four – the other four horsewomen from the UFC – Jessica yeah, Andrew, yep, yep. Uh, Marina Shafira, Shayna Baszler, and Ronda Rousey. But I'm wondering if this might actually be a horsewoman start with Lacey Evans and some floundering women. I don't know. I mean, I want to see where this is going to go the next few weeks, um, but we'll see. But that leads into Peyton Royce versus Charlotte, and Peyton just comes out of nowhere and attacks her right out, right out the gun when Charlotte's coming down. Um, and then, as expected, Charlotte takes control. And then Lacey comes out in a Ric Flair robe, which was which was nice. And I mean, I thought Pey- Peyton was gonna actually win this one. That's I how, did too. But ends up being Charlotte winning by submission, but wouldn't release it. Then once she wouldn't release it, I'm like, okay, now Peyton's gonna win by DQ, but she let it go. So we'll see. How, again, this is another program that I don't think has much legs to it. Um, just depending on what they're gonna do with Lacey out of this. So. Uh, we transition to the Hurt Business. They confronted Riddle backstage. Um, Riddle is most definitely high in this in this segment. There's you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> which they made a joke about, which I liked. Yeah. Like, I watched it back, too. I'm like, yeah, no, this dude's eyes are barely open. This guy is just... Um, and he's making nicknames for all of the Hurt Business. And then Lashley says, flip-flops are bad for your feet and stomps on his <laughs> foot. Like, I, like, I don't laugh. You know, there's not usually much to laugh out loud with. I genuinely had a laugh out loud with that with that with Lashley. Yeah, I like that was um, that was good. And this here, which we actually booked last week, Xavier Woods versus Mace. And Mace wins with what I call a sloppy finisher because he just missed it. He just completely missed it. Um poor Xavier. Yeah. It's just he's he's floundering, but yeah. I like this. And if they do this correctly and they build this narrative that he can't win on his own, then this is gonna lead to a great heel turn from Xavier Woods by WrestleMania time. Um we got to see what happens next week because there's, there's really two ways they can go with this over the next couple weeks. Um, I when we we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, next was weird. 
Um, and I have notes on it just because how poorly it looked. And I don't know what was happening, but like the cameras were flicking to the wrong spot. And like, so you have Asuka walking backstage with Tom Phillips talking. And then I don't know her name, the new blonde in the backstage oh, literally um, interrupts Asuka yeah. in, in mid sentence and starts asking her questions. And then in the middle of Asuka answering, it goes to a highlight from Alexis playground. And then they're talking again. And then there's just weird transitions back and forth. Or they're talking, they're, they're getting ready for uh, Alexis Playground, rather. But it's just like the production piece, it was just like they kept having the wrong shot on. And it was just like, what is happening? It was just, it was weird. I thought at first this was this attempt to like cutting back and forth at shots to like show like some kind of instability with like the whole Alexa thing. Like, oh, um, right. how, like, the, how, like, uh, when, when the fiend's gonna come out, how the lights will cut away and it comes back on, and it's supposed to be like a whole different thing, right? Uh, I kind of thought that's what they were, that's good, what they were doing. Okay. That's how I kind of looked at it. Um, because I, I, I can't see, I can't see that them being much. that sloppy that much, yeah. uh, and have it not be on purpose. And I think, I think, even though it says it's live, so much of that was pre taped, you can tell. So, oh yeah, some of that stuff. Yeah, that um, stuff is yeah. So I, I I didn't consider that. That's good, and that makes sense for later too. Next, we get to the just the worst thing on the show of the week, in my <laughs> humble opinion, the WrestleMania report. Yes, I fast forwarded. I, I had to watch it because I'm like, what is happening? So they 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 throw to the weatherman, and it's Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, and it's like there's no weather here. Let's just say, it. and then Heyman actually starts to to say like. If you want to have, if you want a weather report, I'll give it to you. And then Reigns is like, no, just tell it to him straight. And he's like, WrestleMania will be in Tampa this year. And it's just like, what? And then they go to Sasha Banks as, as an undercover someone. And then Hugh can't see me, which was John Cena, which was in red. I, I think by the time, and this will just be a, a subtle spoiler. By the time two weeks from now is a huge mistake that they put him on TV t- this week. Um, by yeah, but yeah. We'll um, They're trying to plant the seed in people's mind. Right. I don't get why they did this. Uh, I think I, I know there was some uh, original talk about WrestleMania being at the end of March, and then I guess they were able to. I don't know, get approval or get, you know, to, to use the stadium. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand them. Um, I understand them introducing it. I just, I don't really understand why if you had Triple H the last couple of weeks on TV, you have to have this horrible, horrible segment to announce it. He had a fire it. sledge last week. Yeah. And now he's, <laughs> now he has a, Ron Burgundy 2.0 trying, trying to like, I don't get Dawkins, it. Like, Dawkins, I'm trying not to swear right now. It's really hard, man. Like you, we might need the bleep <laughs> sensor soon. I'm just like, what? Like, and then I don't know if you caught. Well, if you fast forwarded, then you may have missed it. In the middle of this WrestleMania report, it glitches back to the arena. All right, with Alexa Bliss's um, beginning of her entrance on the screen. And I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now that you said it, because I'm just like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this now? But maybe because it was Alexa Bliss. Yeah. That was the only time I noticed it was during the Alexa Bliss stuff. Now that you say it, because I didn't have any other notes about it from there. So, um, so that's how I took that it. That was all. Yeah. So that was awful, which means it'll be back next week. 
Um, oh, it'll be every week until WrestleMania. Well, I mean, why? I don't get why they're announcing the next three years, the next three WrestleManias now. Yeah, you think they'd wait? They'd wait till WrestleMania to announce the next one. That's usually what they've right. done before. But now it's just like we're doing Dallas and LA the next two years. It's just like, why? Why now? What's the point? Maybe we'll find out the point. I don't want to do digging and read about it, like because that, that's a that's a bad rabbit hole to fall down. But I'm curious, like why? Why would they do that? There has to be some strategic reason to do that. It's not like tickets are on sale or anything. You don't even know what. Well, know, they got to the fill three. They got to fill three hours. So yeah. oh, this is what's the yeah, world going to look yeah. like then? So. Um, anyway, so let's get to Alexa's playground where she had Asuka as a guest. Um, we see some really great stuff. And this is where I like to, I, 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 maybe not today, but have that argument about what's better right now, Roman Reigns or Alexa Bliss. And Alexa with her, you know, Asuka's about to sit on the swing and she's like, that's not your seat. Yeah. Yep. And just like, so just like the way she goes from like this happy cherry to this, you know, deadpan, like awesome. Um, then Alexa declares her entry into the rumble, which was wonderful because i didn't have her in so um so i'm trying to think who is she talking to is she talking to the fiend is she talking to sister abigail i think the fiend i think i heard her say he i thought so too and you know but she might also be talking to sister abigail but they haven't mentioned her like alexa bliss as sister abigail yet but they did all but say it this week we'll get there too um but alexa just goes crazy whenever she hears reference of the fiend's name which is great. And then the, the rocking horse starts moving on its own, and, and Asuka's like, uh, I'm out. And you want to add anything? I know that this is pretty, like, one of the bigger ones. You want to add anything on that, or you want to just... Uh, we'll wait till the end. Okay. Uh, next, we have Mandy Rose, who lost to Shayna Baszler by submission. No surprise. More seeds of a Baszler-Jack split. Um, I think that these two teams are going to be central to right after Royal Rumble for the... Um, women's tag titles but we'll we'll talk about that for a bit jackson baszler said they want their rematch they'll they'll get their rematch but not the way they want it um we have ricochet talking to adam pierce and he's interrupted by styles who goes back to full heel mode for the record yeah um (laughs) again continuity styles has been face face and now he's back to heel um uh, yeah i don't, get, I don't what, get it. what this comes to and this is weird because it's like you have some people you have jay uso early you know on smackdown i'm gonna i'm declaring myself for the royal rumble rain Orton, i'm declaring myself for the royal rumble ricochet hey i want to declare for the royal rumble well you have to beat aj styles first like wait yeah why you can why only you have, have one member AJ of the hurt business first? right so it's just like drew gulak had to do that last week and why why is aj style the measuring stick <laughs> like like if you want, if you have, if you have to beat AJ Styles to get it into the Rumble, what? Don't even bother. You're not going to beat AJ Styles. You know, top three in the world. You're not going to beat him. Yeah, right. Um, but I think the highlight of the whole of both shows was the ending of that match with how Styles got Ricochet into the Styles clash yes, with like that a, was beautiful. The, the body off the top rope, and it was it was so seamless. It was great. But I think this also furthers the narrative of, of Ricochet joining a faction soon. I hope so. He seems but, lost, and he is so yeah. talented. And if you if you've you know listened to the podcast before, you'll know exactly where I think he's going to end up. Yep. Where he should end up, and we see seeds of this happening more later as well. Uh, now we have the dirt sheet. I mean, I honestly thought Goldberg was going to come out. I did too. For, you know, for a, for a hot minute, I'm just like, they have to do something. Like he has a certain number of appearances. In retrospect, well, no, because he wasn't on last week. 
So I'm like, maybe, you know, he'll show up next week. They've already said it. But <laughs> the moment you see a couple people run to the thing, I'm like, oh no, they're the sprinklers. The sprinklers, uh, I love it. Sparklers. Oh, that's awesome. And then it's Gilbert. And oh, Gilbert, I mean, I mean, he's got to be pushing 60s easy right now. He's been, I mean, he's been wrestling since the 80s. So um, Dwayne Gill has. So I had a funny story about him too when you're done with his rundown. Yep. Um, so Gilbert comes out, they do the shtick, then McIntyre's music hits. And then this this other dude comes out, and the best way I can I can describe this guy, if you if if you didn't watch it and you're just listening to this podcast now, close your eyes. I want you to picture Howard Finkel having a baby with Santino Morella, and the resulting child is what this dude was. Um, what about Santino's sister Santina? That probably worked better. Either way. It's just like when I'm looking, I'm like, who does this guy look like? And I could see some of Howard Finkel and I could see some of Santino Morella. Like, this is just the love child of Santino (laughs) Morella and Howard Finkel. Um, And then you have the Miz and Morrison who start arguing. Miz says he's going to, he claims he's going to cash in at the Rumble. He's not going to cash in at the Rumble. Um, No. I think, and I I haven't sat and thought about this too, too much, but I think when he does cash in, like, He'll, he'll, he'll cash in at a good time. He'll be about to win, and that's when the split will happen with him and Morrison. Um, I think that's where the story's headed for that. So, And this actually, this segment had me change the WrestleMania card this week, too, um, when it comes to huh. Raw Tag Team and some, and some additional matches, because I don't think it's going to happen for them anymore. I think they're done. Uh, moving on, we had the Hurt Business uh, versus the Lucha House Party and Riddle. And we see more just Cedric Alexander tag himself in, and you know, Alexander just on the outs with, I'm sorry, Cedric Alexander, yeah, on the outs with um, Shelton Benjamin and Lashley. Um, Lashley just looks like he's getting sick of it. He got the hurt lock on Grand Metal Leaf. Um, I think you probably hear his, his bones cracking as he's um, probably. Lashley's huge. And then Lashley gets in between Alexander and Benjamin, you know, like that's enough, stop this. And then Riddle just gets him with a cheap shot. Um, so this is going to incense Lashley. So. I, there's probably going to be ultimatums thrown around do this or else do this or else. Right. But I think this is where we're going to start seeing the double switch where we have Cedric Alexander is going to, you know, they need to drop the tag titles, which is again, something I tentatively have for the rumble, the raw after the rumble. Um, and we'll have Cedric Alexander, who I still think would be much better in retribution. I can't say that word correctly, so I'm glad that we have these thousands of listeners who want to tweet me and say you can't say this this word. Yeah, <laughs> um, hey, as long as they're listening, they can they can you know exactly just so, say thanks for listening and move on. Hey, there we go. So retribution, there you go. Um, and then we have. And I'm gonna start calling him restitution just to be a jerk. There you go. Yeah. Then uh, uh, Ricochet needs to join the hurt business. I think that's gonna just. Hurt business won't be stopped at all. So um, then it's funny because like Byron Saxon's like next live Drew McIntyre, and then you get a Drew McIntyre pre-tape after the show <laughs> after the thing. I didn't re- yeah, you're right. I didn't realize yeah. that. <laughs> and, I, I, and all I wrote for notes on this was says same old. Yeah, it was same something. There was nothing to it. It's just like eh, it was fine. It was odd. what it was. It's, it's nothing. Um, we have J- uh, Jeff Hardy and Jackson Riker again, and we see this. You know, Elias and Riker have just been together for a few weeks, and I have no idea what they're doing with this. I ha- I don't have the faintest idea. I mean, if they want to come full circle, 
they need to go back to the summer because this is how this started again with Elias got hit by the car that was supposedly Jeff Hardy's but was driven by someone with red hair. They never closed this story. Never. It was Becky Lynch. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love it. All right. I was going to go Undertaker, but no, it's fine. Um, but it's just like, Will Hardy and Elias end up as a tag team at the end of all this? That's that's where I'm thinking might happen, but what that leaves Riker needs someone else, and they're not going to put him back with um, Cutler and Blake. So, no, I don't, know. I don't know. But tune in next Monday to see this match again. Ugh. Did, did they announce that really? No, but I wouldn't surprise. Oh, uh, no, I was going to say, Jesus, please. No. I wouldn't um, be surprised if it's some form of this again. Right. And then we get to our main event, which is Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Um, lights go out mid-match. It had some tinkling music when the lights went out. It was very subtle, but it was it was nice. And then when we come back from commercial, Alexa Bliss is standing in the middle of the ring. And what was nicely done, and it took me a couple minutes to figure it out, is like when the lights went out and the lights came back on, she was in a completely different outfit. Yep. Um, black lipstick, everything. Because it, but, but because it happened at commercial, you didn't really think about it, right? Right. So, um, after this happens, this actually follows the narrative when we talked about Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss at the Royal Rumble, where Alexa Bliss goes full Sister Abigail mode, which I still believe that this right here, this incarnation of Alexa Bliss is Sister Abigail, and they just need to say it. Like, just like, yeah, Bray Wyatt, and then the lights go out, turns into the fiend, lights go back, you know what I mean? Like, yep. this is Alexa Bliss going back and forth between two people. She has, that has to be Sister Abigail. This is what I thought would happen at the Rumble with Randy Orton with her just no-selling everything. Yeah, she took some shots, but when it came down to it, she literally just no-sold everything. Um, but I like the fact, though, that she they, they they showed you a sample of it without saying what it was. Right. I right. think that's I mean, good. I'm assuming that's what it is. If it's anything but that, I'm just going to be super disappointed. Yeah, same here. Um, unless it's something that's a complete swerve that blows me away, but... Yeah, it could end up being better, really, but I think that'd be really she's good. She's really the fiend. Like that yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but like, you know, you have Asuka who's kicking the crap out of her, and all of a sudden Alexa just catches her in a sister sister Abigail. Um, and then at the end she's by the ropes, and then the screen flickers and she's back to her old clothes, which is well done because I didn't notice the change on the Thunderdome people when that happened. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. that was so when we talk about things that were obviously pre-taped, um, you know, I mean, there's, that has to be, that was one of them, but. Um, yeah, it was well done though. Yeah, I agree. It was very well done. So there's your Raw and SmackDown reviews. Um, didn't hate it as much as the week before. Still some things left to be desired and more of the ding dong, hello, and the WrestleMania report. But, you know, we're building to the rumble. We're getting to the point where. It's like you need to survive until you get to the rumble and then right. reset. Yeah. So, uh, you ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go to SmackDown for the 22nd. Uh, this is two episodes away from the Royal Rumble. And again, we, we go by just the programs, not the order that we think is going to happen. Um, so, we'll start with the Universal title. And as we mentioned before, Roman Reigns, he's going to be on a tear this week. He's going to be looking for KO. He's going to be looking for Adam Pierce. He's going to just beat, uh, we'll see a catering spot. We're going to see him put, you know, these poor people through tables. Um, he's going to just 
literally wreck everyone and leave as his t-shirt said <laughs> um he'll he'll hunt for adam pierce again he'll only to find sonia deville he won't lay hands on sonia deville um but i think when it comes down to it paul Heyman's the one who's going to get the worst of all this um and i hate to say it and i know you love Heyman, but i think this might be the dismissal of paul Heyman um because it's like they use this the phrase handled i you know paul i consider this handled now and then Paul Heyman to Adam Pierce. And now this situation is handled. They use that a bunch. Yep. They use that probably four or five times last week. And Reigns, he's just like, you know what? This wasn't handled. I thought it was handled, but it obviously wasn't. And he's going to, I don't, maybe he won't send them away permanently, but he'll send them, he'll send them away at least for the night. I think they won't, I don't think he'll take a bump or anything, but Reigns will take out some verbal fury on, on Heyman and just physical fury on pretty much everyone else. Um, I think as part of this, Rain, uh, Reigns and Uso, they're gonna just on their on their way in the back. They're gonna find our truth um, and lay him out, and then Chad Gable is just gonna slip out of nowhere and cover him for the twenty four seven title. <laughs> it's random. <laughs> it is, but the more I think about it, because I'm like, who from SmackDown can take the title from? Because there's always been Drew Gulak, but yep. who's like they tried something with Angel Garza. I think if you have Chad Gable as a 24 seven champion and now he's doing this whole alpha Academy thing with, with a championship belt with Otis and Daniel Bryan and whoever else might be there, it's going to be like, now look at me, I'm a champion and you can be a champion too. Like it kind of fits the narrative. Um, but when's the last time you saw our truth lose it, but not win it back on the same night. It's been a while. So should have Reigns win it. Can you imagine? And then every time someone goes to cash in, he just stares at him and goes, no. Nah. And they just run away. Or just hands it to Paul Heyman like this yeah. is yours now. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So we'll have KO taunting Reigns all night, um, but he'll get laid out by Apollo Cruz. I think that's. I think we'll see Apollo Cruz come out of nowhere and lay out KO, um, and this will cement the the heel turn. But this will all happen before the Intercontinental Title match. So we'll we'll close the show with the IC title. I know we said we don't go by segment by segment, but I think the way that this flows. It needs to be said. The IC title match will will close it out. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. I mean, do you want to add anything else about the universal title before we transition to the IC? I just I think I like I I love the Rain storyline, the whole bloodline yep. thing. I love Heyman. Uh, it, I mean, it's possible they could be making this the end of the whole Heyman thing. It's only been a few months though, and I think he adds. It's so different with Lesnar. He was so boisterous and out there and all this, and with Reigns, he's so he's not the advocate he's the personal counsel or special right. counsel or whatever so it's a whole different thing it, it's, it's all different than yelling and screaming paul Heyman. right so i'd like to see it continue for a bit longer but um yeah. i oh, think it's I good mean, i'm fine with how everything played out with pierce like i said i just would have made it over the course of five or six weeks not essentially half an episode two episodes right. Right. but no i think it's good i'm looking forward to it it'll be a good match so, I mean, Apollo Crews, I'm going to start calling him Brian Pillman. He's the Pillman of this, of the bloodline. He'll end up being when we compare the Heart Foundation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we have this family group with the, this one outsider. So we can kind of see, I think, you know, because storylines inevitably repeat. And it's been, you know, 25 or so years since, since that, maybe even long, uh, 96. So it's about 25, yes, 25 years um, since they've done something like that with a family you know, a full family thing. So uh, I think we're going to build toward that with Apollo being the cruise, obviously. And then you have Neidhart and, or Bulldog and uh, Owen 
as the Usos. Neidhart, I guess, will have to be filled in by Tamina. Hey, we'll figure that out. There's no other Samoans out there right now, I don't think. So, um, I don't know. But let's get sure into it. Sure, they'll find one somewhere. Right? So, because when you watch all these old Rumbles, they're everywhere. You see Jamal, you see Rosie, you see Rikishi, you see Yokozuna, you see, you know, like they're all there. It's just like, now there's, you know what I mean? It's just that next generation, you know, there's only two in this next generation, which is Jimmy and Jey Uso well, with Roman Reigns. Like, hopefully there's another one coming up. Oh, the Rock's yeah, got a few kids. They'll be here soon. Exactly. Like the Rock's daughter signed to the performance center. Oh, that's right. She did. Yeah. I was only kidding. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we'll have Big E versus Apollo Crews in a rematch. And Apollo is going to show that new aggression. But I think he's also going to come out alone. So even if all the things that happened beforehand, he'll still come out alone. Uh, but halfway through the match, we'll get the Roman Reigns music hits, like like has been happening in, in those, like when Jey Uso's matches were happening and Roman Reigns' music hits. He's just watching from the sideline uh, or the or ringside. Um, I think Uso is going to interject himself, uh, but he'll get cut off by KO. And then the brawl begins, but it's going to turn into just this three-on-two beatdown, and the title match will go to a no contest. Um, so we're going to have Reigns, Uso, and Apollo just laying waste to KO and, and uh, Big E. And this will set up a match to the go-home episode that has Big E and KO versus Uso and Cruz. Because um, they're not going to put Roman Reigns in a match before last man standing, but no. they will put KO in it because they want you know KO will take a licking and that's going to build the story of oh he you know just forty eight hours ago he was right. in this he got this gruesome beatdown and now he's got a you know they're gonna they're there's gonna no way he's hundred percent no exactly just just like Adam Pierce's leg um, so we'll see what happens there but I do think we're going to get some that I do think this this match will go to a no contest do you think because when I asked you before, will Apollo take the title? You gave me that, uh, you know what I mean? So do you, do you think there's a shot? I still think Keith Lee wins the Rumble. But I think if they don't think he's ready yet, there's a good chance Big E does. And this would uh, – we haven't talked about this or nothing for anybody no, listening out there. J- Jason has his – Lay out his his whole thing he's gonna be doing next episode. Uh I think it's next episode, is it? Or is it is, it? Yes. yeah, next. No, yeah. It's next episode, yeah. Um, which is gonna be a lot of fun. So none of this is spoiling anything, guys. I don't know what he's gonna say. He hasn't told me anything. But I think if Big E's gonna win, this is a great opportunity to give Apollo the heel turn he needs. Mm-hmm. Uh have some kind of foul play in there. Uh, because they're not gonna be Big E clean. But right. this way, titles off Big E, it can move to a different storyline, progress Apollo's story, and Big E can go win the Rumble. And potentially, then go after Reigns as a uh, right. payback for taking helping Apollo that, take that the would, IC title from him. And that would fit into your Elimination Chamber match, too. Yes. With Reigns defending, yeah. So, it's... Interesting. It's possible. It's I mean, I don't know, but um, honestly, I don't. Even, I don't even know if I have Big E in the Rumble. To be completely honest with you, but also I don't know if Kofi Kingston with this jaw thing is if it's a work or if it's a shoot. So if, if Kofi's actually legit hurt, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think he is, but I, again, I, I don't know. I'm not an insider, so no, me neither. And I don't want to look, and I don't want to. No, yeah. Try to, but you know, he's you know because they're they're building this. Ali retribution thing with, with him, but we'll get there. Um, so SmackDown tag titles, 
So I think typically we would see one-on-one matches in this week, right? So we'd see Dawkins and Rude and Ford and whatever, Ford and Ziggler. What I think we'll do, just to make things a little more interesting, is we'll have those two single matches, but we're going to make it a beat-the-clock challenge. And whoever wins their match in the quickest time will get to choose a step for the Royal Rumble match, rematch. Okay. Um, Let's just build something. It gives a little intrigue instead of just – because they've been, I feel like it's been lazy. Like the Carmella and Sasha Banks, oh yeah, I'll fight you. It's just like, oh, let's do something. Right. So first we'll have Rude, uh, Bobby Rude, or I'm sorry, Robert Rude, beat Montez Ford, which is, you know, plausible, I guess, uh, in about five and a half minutes. And then I'm going to have Dawkins beat Ziggler in about 450, but I'm going to have Montez Ford come out and punch Dawkins in the face. And that's going to DQ Ziggler. And let them choose the, uh, and let them ch- and let the profits choose their stipulation. That'd be and good. That'd be fun. I like that. That's that a good one. That would be great. I think that'd be awesome because that's such a heel thing to do. But you have the two faces doing it. I think it'd be perfect. Um, and the step they choose is a ladder match. I I think we, we do a ladder match. Oh, that'd be really good. Because um, they fought so much in the last while, both when they were on Raw, now they're on SmackDown. Yep. It's just like they need something different. They need to close this feud out. And I think. I think this will do it. Um, so we'll talk more about that during the bookings too. Go ahead. Yeah, I like it. Um, that That's good. I think I, I thought they might have introduced a third tag team by now when you'd be seeing kind of offshoots of singles matches between the three teams all leading up to a triple threat or fiddle four-way or something. But yeah. it seems like they're just going to stick with these two teams. So For now. Hopefully Elimination Chamber will change a bit. If they go with – yeah elimination chamber tag team turmoil thing that i have which would be the best thing ever um just oh, that, that'd be fun opinion. yeah oh my gosh we'll i think i think i think that'd be good and i think if they're gonna do something at the rumble and it's not just on the pre-show it'd have to be a specialty match right and i don't have a pre-show so. match actually I, I was thinking about i was thinking about this on the way home from work today i'm like there there has to be a pre-show pre-show match and i didn't write it down but i have what i think it's gonna be we'll talk about that um, so when we get to the SmackDown women's title, um, we'll see Sasha Banks versus fake Ellsworth. Um, and then Carmella is going to try to do anything to get Ellsworth the win. Um, eventually Carmella will get kicked out of ringside and Ellsworth will try to hit Sasha with something, a champagne glass, a wine bottle, whatever the hell it is, but it'll miss. And then it'll be a bank statement and a tap out. It'll be just, it'll be that. Yeah. That'll be probably real quick too. You know I mean? It, it'll just be one of those things that needs to happen. So it won't be anything flashy, but we need to get to Carmella and, and Sasha Banks. Um, and we may as well just do it and, and hammer that down right now. Um, and then other programs, we had Billy Kay. This is the only other one that was out there. So um, this week we'll book Billy Kay versus Ruby Riot. And we'll put a step, stipulation to this that if Billy Kay wins, she'll officially join the Riot Squad. But if she doesn't, she has to just leave the Riot Squad alone. And Billy Kay is going to win after Natalia and Tamina interfere and cause the win so they're really sticking it to the riot squad by having billy k stick with them permanently um so it'll advance tamina and natalia versus the riot squad but billy k will just be this like you know annoying afterthought kind of in the middle there so i can see something like that happening um i thought billy k was going to do this like flip-flopping like one week she's with the riot squad and next she's trying to be with tamina and just kind of go back and forth right but uh just trade her back to raw good christ almighty just Put her back with Peyton Rice. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so I got to do yeah, it. Uh, like, just do it. Um, 
I still would love to know the reason why. But anyway, so that's SmackDown. Because Vince. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have Do you have anything else for SmackDown you want to add? No. No, I'm I'm good. Go on the raw. All right. So I'm gonna keep pushing this. I'm gonna I'm I'm taking booking from a couple weeks ago and pushing it even further. And this is out of the box. Most likely not gonna happen. But you know what? I want to see it. And I think this. So there were two big absences this week from from Raw. If you notice, it was Keith Lee and Sheamus were not on this. this yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, so we're one episode away from the Rumble. We're at the Go Home episode to the Raw Rumble this week for Raw. Um, and we know Goldberg and McIntyre are both scheduled to be at the show. So they said during the episode this past week. Um, so let's do the face to face in the ring with the pull apart. All the people come out. Um, you know, you have the whole locker room. They're separating them. Finally, most people drag Goldberg to the top of the ramp, and then you're left with McIntyre backed up by Sheamus and Keith Lee because they've kind of been the three. But this is where we'll see it. Will we see Keith Lee just lay out McIntyre from behind and Sheamus join in, and we'll have a double heel turn and with this massive heel tag team with Sheamus and Keith Lee um, with Goldberg just standing at the top of the ramp laughing with like 50 people in between them because I can't see where else they're going to go. Um, you know what I mean? Like Seamus and Keith Lee, if they're going to be a team, let, we're, we got to make them a heel team. Uh, well, we don't have to do choosing to. Um, but I think, I think this should have been done with Keith Lee two weeks ago when Oldberg came back the first time. Um, and you have Keith Lee, you know, with a heel turn then, but I think we have Keith Lee and Seamus turn heel on McIntyre. So when you do see Lee, if, if, if that does come true for you with Keith Lee winning the rumble, that actually furthers the storyline. That'll help out a bit. Um, instead of having a, a face and face, a McIntyre, Keith Lee, well, you're my buddy. No, you're my buddy. And I respect you. And I respect you. No, we got to build that heat. We got to build that anim- animosity. It's going to lead up to it. Um, so that's what I have for the, for that title. For, uh, for that program. I'm I, know, with I know you don't agree with it, but. You know, no, but, that, that's fine. That's what it's about. We just, of know, course, it's just about uh, what we, you know, we each have yeah. different views on some stuff. We agree on a lot of stuff, and that's gonna make it yep. more fun down the road. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see, I could see Keith Lee if he does win the Rumble turning, I could see him turning heel even if he doesn't. I think that'd be fine mm-hmm. for him. Um, I, I hate saying I don't think that's what's gonna happen because I don't, I don't have a better solution, honestly. <laughs> Um, so I understand what you're saying about what else are they going to do. Right. I, I totally see they're going to have a face-to-face. They're going to do the pushing and shoving because you know they're going to have the contract signing next week or yeah. the week before. Um, well, it is because next week's the go-home. So. Oh, it is the go-home. Okay, so yeah. they may – okay. So this may have something – okay, that actually I do have an idea then. This may just be part of the pull-apart during a contract signing. And then Goldberg somehow hits a spear and – because he's got to look big. Because I think, yeah. I think once they get to the Rumble, McIntyre is going to crush him in about two minutes. Honestly, like he I said, he was so. going. Uh, I can't see any other. I'm not going to say anything dramatic like, "Oh, if they do this, I won't watch." Right. Well, because that's yeah, ridiculous. But if they have Goldberg beat McIntyre, this entire last year and a half of building him up <laughs> is for nothing. Gone. Right. A year, almost a year after he wins the Rumble, this is what you're going to do to the guy. Um, yeah, I mean, but and what makes me nervous is we said, you know, I mean, and we weren't talking about wrestling back then, but, um, you know, 11 months ago during it was Crown Jewel or whatever the heck it was, Saudi Arabia one, 
where the fiend and Goldberg went it, and you're like, there's no way Goldberg is going to beat the fiend. Yeah. Goldberg beat him. Yeah. Like badly. Oh, and like, there's, I was at the show. I was at the show the next night. Um, Cause they're in Saudi Arabia for the Thursday night and SmackDown was in Boston that Friday night. Uh-huh. It was one of the last shows before they shut down. Um, the, the boo, I've, I mean, I've heard some booze in my time, the booze for Goldberg. And then with Roman Reigns subsequently coming out right after, damn, like <laughs> that, that, I, that was, that was quite the show, which we'll talk about a different time, but, uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see where they're going to go with this. Will, will he, will Keith Lee and Sheamus even be involved or are they just going to stay out till the rumble? So, um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but yeah, I, I don't, I, it's, we'll see. I mean, th- we'll see what happens this time next week, you know? So. It could be something completely different. We're just like, oh, that was so simplistic. Why didn't we think of that? Because uh, we don't get paid the big bucks. Um, I don't think they have Keith Lee and Sheamus turn on him here only because they want this to be about Goldberg and McIntyre right now. I think that would take too much away from it. But I could definitely see it happening afterwards. Or maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot's going to be in play here with who wins the Rumble. and Yeah, for sure. And... You know, does Oldberg actually pull this thing off? Because um, if he does, they, they, they would have to have him keep it till Mania, which is two months. You only defend it once, which would be at Elimination Chamber, probably. Um, and there's just no good reason to do this. There isn't. There isn't. So you, ha- you had McIntyre beat Brock. That's that. That was good last yeah. year. Now yeah. you have him beat Goldberg, and you cement him as your top kick-ass, badass yeah. babyface. He is exactly what they – he's what they wanted Roman Reigns to be. But yeah. Roman's a better heel. He looks badass. So the guy, the guy, the guys love him for that. Women love him because he, he has a good look. Like, he appeals yep. to everybody. Kids, men, women, doesn't yeah. matter. Everybody. He's exactly what they wanted Roman to be. You cannot crush him. By letting Goldberg come in in a match nobody needs to see or wants to see. Right. And screwing the entire thing up. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, yeah. All right, so let's move on to the U.S. title here. Um, I blacked out uh, there. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Lashley is going to just be pissed again because he got cheap shotted by Riddle. Yep. And there's the infighting within the Hurt business. Um, Riddle is going to want to fight him for the title. We'll tease it for the Rumble, but we'll actually do the title match this week on Raw, um, and we'll have Lashley squash him again because we're gonna. We're, there's no way Lashley will drop it yet. We're gonna build him as a monster that might win the Rumble. He won't, but um, you know, there's other things going on. The U.S. title is almost like an afterthought right now. Riddle needs something, so let's just let's just get through it. Let's just have Riddle lose again. And Lashley's like, I'm done with you, boy, bro. Whatever you want to call him. I am um, bro away. Bro away, exactly. <laughs> that was last week, right? Bro yep, yep. Um, and this transitions into the Raw tag titles. And, I mean, the seeds have been sown. The breakup's going to happen. And I'm actually going to book Sheamus and Keith Lee. Face or heel, doesn't matter, to win Ooh, the tag titles. Okay. Um, I could see that. The, the Raw after um, the Rumble. Because you need to get the titles off the Hurt business. And this might give them, might give, you know, Sheamus and and Keith Lee a direction again, all could change depending on who wins the rumble, what happens the next few weeks. But for right now, let's keep them as a team. Let's let them win the title. Let's have Keith Lee get some WWE gold instead of NXT gold. And 
and see what they can do. I mean, they could dominate this tag division for a long time. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Now, the most interesting, one of the most interesting, what are they going to do with this Raw Women's title? We have Alexa, who now has a victory over Asuka. Um, the switches between Alexa and Sister Abigail have been great. Um, so I'm thinking, I mean, if they're going to, Asuka hasn't been doing much. She's looking ridiculous. I say, let's do the title match on Monday and let's have Alexa go over. Let's, let's switch oh, okay. the title. Huge swerve on Monday night with Alexa Bliss with the title. And she, I mean, her with the belt on Alexa's playground, she could put it anywhere. She could put it on the rocking horse. She could put it, you know what I mean? Like, right. let's, let's take the title off Oscar so she can transition to just to focus on the, um, the tag titles because doing both, I mean, Bailey had a tough time pulling that off and Oscar doesn't have what Bailey does when it comes to promos and, and all the other stuff. Um, you need to take at least one of the titles off Oscar. And I think taking the raw women's title off of her for now, I mean, she's had it since money in the bank. So that was what that was in the summer. Yep. Um, she's not doing anything. I think this, you know, give it to Alexa bliss, let her hold onto it for a while. I mean, you need to, you need to build a title contender. And this is where, if this, this, this actually conflicts with my, my Royal, my WrestleMania bookings, but I think we can get there um, because the WrestleMania bookings had Asuka versus the um, Royal Rumble winner. I'm not sure now if it's a good fit, but we have to wait and see what happens here. So, yeah. Um, well, you know, I say Asuka, she won't back down. Alexa wins the title and we see a new Raw women's title. Like, let's see like a, a fiend out version of the, of the raw women's title, something like black and yellow, you know, like a, a dark black and red or something like that. Mm -hmm. like, I think they can do something really badass with that. Um, and then again, that transition into the, to the women's tag titles, uh, Baszler and Jax have asked for their rematch. If we can't have Asuka drop both titles in one night, like no, we're going to no. kill her. She'll be, she'll be dead and buried, send her back to NXT. She's not coming back if that happens. Um, and Charlotte right now is wrapped up with Lacey Evans. So things are kind of getting convoluted with a lot of different storylines. So here's what I'm going to propose. I'm going to propose another tag title match for the Raw after the Rumble, where we're going to take all of these stories and put them into one. All right. We're going to have an elimination fatal four-way for the Raw tag, Raw tag, not Raw, women's tag titles. So let's have Asuka and Flair, Jackson Baszler, Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans. That takes all of those things minus Alexa bliss all of the current things that are going on Charlotte and and Lacey Jackson Baszler they want their tag titles everything's kind of in one big match yep and let's have the tag titles defended there and that's where you know we have to put them on someone and have and and Asuka and and Flair have to drop them I think um honestly the only team I can see winning the tag titles Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans for the time being, I can't. I, yeah, I can't see Baszler and Jax winning them again. No, especially if they're going to do if, if they keep bringing up the four horsemen kind of thing. If they keep, especially right. if they have Flair involved, like that. Right. So I, I think that I think Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans take it for the interim. The other thing they could do is they could wait and they could do this at Elimination Chamber if they get two more teams. Um, 
They could drum up two more from NXT. They could. And I know they're doing the women's Dusty Classic. So I think whoever wins that will wind up seeing, you know, maybe hopefully at WrestleMania. And I've already made it clear who I want that to be. I don't even know if they're a team in the Dusty. I haven't even looked. But I, I'm still very high on Shotzi Blackheart and Ember, Ember Moon taking those tag, tag titles at WrestleMania. So, um, but, you know, it's still another pipe dream. That I'm going to keep going until they give me no possible way it's going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'll probably end up with someone getting hurt, and that's how it's going to end up. Um, and then two other programs, we have Retribution. Um, let's see Xavier Woods and Slapjack, I guess, this week. Why not? Did you complete um, the trifecta? But then this will lead... This could lead, so it's either going to be Slapjack or Ali, right? It's going to be one of the two. If it's Slapjack this week, then the pre-show match for the Rumble will be Xavier Woods and Ali. I can see that, yeah. Okay, but then that messes up my IC title match at the Rumble. But we can always change that, so let's just well, see what if happens. If Biggie loses so, it, it won't matter. God, please fuck me. Because right now... they <laughs> throw everything I, off on you, isn't right. it? And well, no, cause, well, no, because Big Big E, I just have doing an open challenge at the yeah. Royal Rumble, um, and with Xavier Woods answering, we talked about that a bit last week. But I want to see; it would be nice to see Xavier Woods and Big E. But this narrative of again, like we said before, of Xavier Woods not being able to win without a partner, I think is going to eventually lead to the the New Day split, where we have Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston either at WrestleMania or SummerSlam, depending on how things progress and how long that takes. But I think this is the beginning of the slow, the slow, uh, the slow build for that. I mean, they've been together for a decade. I mean, they've, and they're still, Seems like they're, still it. <laughs> they're still hot, but it's just like, they'll change. It's uh, harder. It's, last, it's harder out to do with no live crowds. Right. Exactly. So maybe they're saving it, but, um, and then the last part for raw, we have the Orton and Fiend feud. So will we see Orton in his burnt flesh? That's the big thing. And then I wrote doubtful. <laughs> Terrible um, makeup. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to have Orton do a similar promo to this one he did last week. But in the middle, we're going to have the lights go out and the screeching music. And we're going to have a lot of noise and a lot of confusion, and a lot of stuff. And then we're just going to have the fiend's head come in from the side, like up, all the way up to his nose, and then just go black. That's it. So huh. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of what else to do because like, we haven't seen the fiend. I thought we were going to wait till the rumble with something with him and Alexa bliss, but it looks like that's not going to happen anymore. So, you know, let's at least tease the, the fiend coming back and him laying out Orton in the middle of his promo. And this will get Orton out of the rumble. Um, or they do something like this at the rumble. Either way, the fiend causes Orton not to be in the rumble that I will. I'm not going to take to the bank, but cause it's a, you know, a scripted television show. And not right. Like right. Court, but have you not like or in, and he even mentioned like you can't stop me from being in the rumble i'm like yeah you think well guess what i'm going to stop you i just wrote you out so sorry um yeah and he said that on purpose exactly. specifically so spe- like, specifically to plant that seed yeah exactly yeah exactly and and, and like i said i never had him in the rumble even when he declared for it still don't have him in the rumble it's just like the ko syndrome before i should have kept ko and, and reigns at the rumble well, I'm still going to keep Orton not being in the Rumble. I'm not going to waver on that one until his music comes out and his burnt ass gets into the ring. I don't think it's going to happen. So, um, oh, we'll see. So, I think I think that? he'll I think he'll attempt to, and then like I said, the Fiend will stop him some way, and that'll set up WrestleMania because they'll be exactly. going back and forth. Exactly. Like, so, 
So anything else on the booking for this week before we get into some card predictions here? No, no, I'm good. So as I mentioned last week, like last week we did more of a, a longer run through of the cards of the next three pay-per-views, Raw, Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and WrestleMania. We're not going to go through each one because some things haven't changed. We will talk about the things that do change, um, but it won't be it won't be crazy. So we still have Drew McIntyre and Oldberg. Uh, McIntyre still by pin. Um, the Universal title, now we're going to have last man standing, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Um, I have Roman Reigns still with the win. Yeah. Um, but he's going to get help. So I think Kevin Owens will take care of Heyman. will take care of Apollo Crews. will take care of J- Jey Uso. I think Jimmy Uso will make his return here to complete that faction. And he'll be the one to, to cause Kevin Owens the match. Um, just when he thinks he has everyone else set, here comes Jimmy. Um, and then that will just further. And then hopefully KO can move on to something else. I, I hope so, but then I, I wonder if they're gonna have anything to do with them. Like, you know, like bailey him and like uh, go back to on. the KO show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just do the KO, the KO show eight show weeks was, in a row. And it's just like, and like the KO show wasn't great the last few times. It was just like, no, oh Natalia ruined my set. Let me move my desk or my chair so she doesn't do it again. Like, come on, God, let's get a little better here. Um, this one is probably this next one is probably the one that's gonna change the most between this week and next week. Intercontinental Open Challenge answered by Xavier Woods and Big E still wins. Um, I don't think that's going to happen anymore, but I got to see, got to wait and see what happens this week. We'll keep it there for now. Um, SmackDown tag titles: Root and Ziggler versus Street Profits in a ladder match where Root and Ziggler win. Um, we'll still have Sasha Banks and Carmella. We've had that one for almost from the beginning with yep. Banks winning by submission. Lacey Evans and Charlotte Fair, Flair will wrestle. Lacey will get another dirty win. We have the two Royal Rumble matches i'm highlighting it like the people who listen to this can see me highlighting my notes only you can like jesus um that's where (laughs) i'm at right now um so like i said next week we'll go through um i'm gonna get like like chris said earlier like um he hasn't seen anything he doesn't know who my one through 30 is who's who i think is gonna win and we'll go through here comes who's first here comes who's second and then here's the elimination in between and going through um it'll be good we have some stories that will that will definitely be advanced we'll have some surprises of course we have surprises oh yeah a couple yeah. i have in the run if if for some nostradamus reason that most of my royal rumbles come true which they won't it's gonna be the greatest royal rumble because <laughs> there's a few in here that i think are very plausible but i don't think they're all plausible if that right. makes sense i think each of the things could happen equally but the chances of them actually happening together are slim to none. We'll see. Um, but we'll, we're going to have some fun with that next week. So next week we'll, we'll briefly touch upon the shows, but it'll be focused on the men and women's rumble. I'm, honestly, I'm even going to make a little slideshow and click through it. Be like, here's number one. Here's number two. Here's number three. Share with you <laughs> do this. Because, you know, and then that'll go up onto our website, averagefan.com afterwards just to see it go through. Um, it'll just be names. I wish we could do like the music and the pictures and stuff, but I don't feel like getting sued. I don't have that much money. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah, we can't do that yet till we right. establish a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you to the listener. Um, Elimination Chamber actually didn't change anything from last week. So we still have, I still have, and I know this is where Chris and I disagreed a little bit, which is fine. Um, number one, I have the number one contender match for SmackDown Women's Championship. 
Bailey, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Tamina, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan. Um, that's where Belair will go over, so she faces Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. I have a number one contendership for the WWE Championship, um, which would be Keith Lee, Sheamus. I have Orton in here right now because I think they'll still do it, and then we can have the Fiend screw him over again. Right there, AJ Styles, Lashley, and Andrade. Because um, yeah, throw you have you have to throw someone like Andrade in there, um, and Andrade would probably be the one who would get the pin on Randy Orton, to be completely honest. Um, but that would be the person to face Drew McIntyre at the at WrestleMania, where I have. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. And then this one, which you know, I'll start praying just to have this happen. <laughs> this mixed brand tag team turmoil match, where the winner gets to choose any tag title match at WrestleMania. We'll have the Street Profits, uh, Miz and Morrison. I think this is may, might be me. This even could be where they do the split. Uh, we have the Mysterios, Cutler and Blake. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, Austin Theory and Johnny Gargano, Undisputed Era and The Way. Um, and then obviously you'll know who wins that when we get down to the, the WrestleMania predictions. You want to go over what you were thinking for the Elimination Chamber? Um, I think I did I did pick Keith Lee to win the Rumble. Right. So, I so think... you had Reigns. You had a, uh, a thing with Reigns, right? Yeah, I and, think. Yeah. Yeah, so I think they'll have... Um, I think they'll have Reigns defend in the chamber because I think Keith Lee is going to choose Drew McIntyre to face. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I know they just did it, but it was a good match, and they'll they'll don't want to do it again. But I think it will. I think it will result in a Keith Lee heel turn. Uh, so I think they're going to have uh, Reigns, Owens, Nakamura, Cesaro, one of the Usos, and I'll throw somebody else in there too. You need another face in there, so. Uh, I mean, you could throw you could throw Mysterio in there, maybe. Maybe. Um, just who would be a good ones? They'll probably. Someone. Yeah. Or, they could even throw like Jeff Hardy in there. We'll go throw the bro in there, man. Oh no, he's on <laughs> Raw. Never mind, he's on Raw. That won't be him. Um, but, yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to see another tag team chamber match. Um, yep. And probably a women's could one. Could be as even well. a women's one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would I, definitely I, see that. Still see with three chamber matches though. I don't think we've ever oh, seen two chamber yeah. matches, but we'll see. I think we'll see three. I know a couple um, years ago they had a special before it became an actual like normal pay per view. It was essentially a house show. They just had as elimination chamber. It was in the middle of the week. It was weird, and oh, they had three of them. Oh, so, nice. and that was actually the first time I ever saw a tag team elimination chamber. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not recommending they do like the old TNA steel cage pay per view they did no, a while back, no. where every match was a steel cage match. I mean, this is back in the Eric Bischoff days in TNA. This is a long time ago, but you know, you don't want to overdo it, but also you want to good old lockdown. Exactly. So, um, and let's get into WrestleMania 37. So again, these are mine. What I came up with. So, and we know Chris, Chris and I are a little opposite on these right now. So, and if he has McIntyre and Keith Lee, I have McIntyre and Sheamus. For the Universal title, um, the WWE title, I have Roman Reigns versus the Royal Rumble winner. I'm not telling you until next week. <laughs> um, still have this Intercontinental U.S. title combined ladder match with Big E, Sami Zayn, Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston, Riddle, and Elias. And whoever gets whoever gets up first picks their title, and whoever gets up second gets the second title. Um, and this actually is a nice, easy way to switch someone from show to show. 
So I don't like, think they'd do this, but it'd be really cool if they did. I don't think they would either, but like yeah, really good you know, idea. I would, I would, I mean, if this was like, I would book Kevin Owens to take the U.S. title and have him go to Raw. So then they would even say U.S. title staying on Raw, Intercontinental right. title staying on SmackDown. So you have Kevin Owens, and he'll choose to take the U.S. title, so he moves to Raw, and then no, I don't care if wins, you know, the next one. Give it back to Sami Zayn for all I care. We'll see. Um, the SmackDown tag titles, we'll have Rudin Ziggler versus the Undisputed Era. Love to see the Undisputed Era. You know, we need more tag teams. We've talked about this mm-hmm. a bunch. Um, this is a change. While we'll the Raw tag titles, we'll have Keith Lee and Sheamus versus AJ Styles and Almost. Can you imagine the 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 size in that ring? Like <laughs> that would be, that'd be, that'd be a hell something. Of a match. That'd, that'd be, be something. Raw women's title. We have Alexa Bliss for the Roman versus the Women's Royal Rumble winner, but I'm not especially with who I have winning the Rumble. It just doesn't make sense. I know who so, I think should win it. Um, you want, you but, can say it now if you want, but it's up to you. We'll see how close we are. It should be. Um, God, I can't remember her name now. From NXT. <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. It should be Rhea Ripley. They should be turning into as big, her as big a star as they possibly can, and they just yeah. don't seem to know what to well, do with her. They, and they did about a year. This time yeah. last year, she had a rocket to her back. Yeah. And then Charlotte Flair wins the freaking Rumble and faces Ripley, and then she beats her, and then no, just garbage. Yeah. She's in war games. She's but she's been like second fiddle in all these things. She hasn't. But she, she needs, should. She, she should be called up. Yeah. I mean, she she'll be in the Rumble, and I think she'll stay on the main roster after that. Just which show will it be? We'll we'll see. Um, I think the SmackDown Women's Championship, and this is going to be the match of the night, will be Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Yep. Um, and then the Women's Tag Champs. Oh, that's right. I'm like, I knew I had them drop into someone. And I'm like, so I will have, I'm still going to have Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart until they tell me no. But the, the Women's Tag Champs, I have Bailey and Carmella somehow, some way getting those, those tag champs. Um, especially if it, like Peyton Royce and, and Lacey Evans get it, um, it's easy to drop them the Bailey and Carmella on SmackDown. Sure, it, it'd be it'd be a nice easy one. So, and then some other ones. Let's still have the Hurt Business, and Hurt Business would be MVP Lashley, Benjamin and Ricochet against Retribution, which would be Cedric Alexander, Ali, and then two of the guy, two out of the three of those other ones. Um, doesn't really matter who. And then we'll have Cesaro winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royal and then Rhea Ripley winning the Women's Battle Royal. But that wouldn't be true if she won the real Royal Rumble. So this yeah, is going to start I don't think she shapes. will. I just That's who I would pick. No, but. It would be great. So um, all in good time. So there are your bookings. Things, I mean, this time next week, things will be, uh, I mean, I can't, the card will probably be solidified should be solidified so it'll you, be more just you grossly overestimate them i know i know but i mean well it'll be more just last yeah, predictions yeah for sure uh, or let out predictions but more bookings how we would book that book it um i'd love to see if, if we got anything right i mean last week it was low-hanging fruit but we got xavier woods and mace hey, you did um, pretty good last week there was a couple of them i was so watching and i was a, like oh you hit a on a few that. things that you were there it. so yeah you know and again it wasn't predictions it's just what we would you know how we do it so all right, so well, I mean, in a way, it's the same thing, right? Exactly. Just not outlandish um, predictions. We based on what in reality yeah. could happen. I mean, there are some things that I, if I was actually making, what do I think they would do? There are some things that I would change. 
Right. I don't think they would do the stipulation with uh, Ziggler and and Rude with the Street Profits. I think it'll just be some straight up singles matches that build over the next two weeks. But you know, just trying to make it a little more interesting. Like, let's let's have some fun with this. Um, so let's get to our weekly top five. Um, this week, the top five is going to be uh, top five moments that were genu- genuinely shocking the first time I watched. So I, I tried to, to think back to just, you know, I mean, I'm 38. I started really watching full-time, God, WrestleMania 9-ish. And it was, it was after, it was between WrestleMania 8 and 9. Oh, you had a late start. 9, I had a later start, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I've caught up, of course. But like, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. You know, I, I, I really didn't know Jimmy Hart as a heel manager. Okay. Like, that's kind of when yeah. I first started. Like Jimmy Hart was just with Hogan, and I, I didn't really know him as that. When I see back, like, oh my God, he was a heel like this whole time, um, and then transitioned. So there, I mean, there's been a lot of things that there's th- things that have been spoiled. There's some things that were cool, but like, like there was one like one thing that I could have put on list, but I didn't was when Triple H came in number thirty uh, and won the title. It was cool, but that was the first year I did the predictions. Like I did the, my actual Royal rumble out. Okay. Yep. Exactly how I had, it. I had triple H 30 winning the rumble, All, only eliminating Reigns instead of Ambrose. And we talked about that last week. Um, so, you know, here, here are five, you know, top five things. Um, and some of these, you know, are very well documented, but they, they're shocking for particular reasons. So the first thing I'm going to have, it's the Montreal screw job, but not for why you think like, because you didn't know what was really happening there when you watched it. But when Bret Hart spits in Vince McMahon's face and you literally see this huge glob of spit on Vince McMahon's forehead, I remember thinking like, oh my God, what <laughs> yeah. is actually happening? Like, I'm like, there's no way that's, that was like... Wait, is this real? Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, this, this, this has to be real. So just seeing that, and actually I wish, and I didn't see it live. I've obviously seen it dozens of times in top where Bret Hart draws out the WCW with his fingers. Yep. I didn't see, I missed that. I must've missed that. I don't remember seeing that when it first happened. Um, you know how many people are convinced that was a work because of that? Right. But even like the, the, the next night, I think it was the next night, Shawn Michaels came out and he just got booed out of the building and mm-hmm. they're chanting, shut the F up. And you know, Hey, nice language. Do you teach your children? And then Bret Hart's music kicks on and all this stuff. Like, it was, you know, I'm like, oh, Bret Hart's coming back. And then it actually didn't like that, that the, kind of that sequence, but like the spit in the face for me was just like, whoa, that's, that's a real thing that just happened. There's no way Vince McMahon let this guy spit. No. And, and he hit true. Like, that's a hell of a shot. I mean, I know you're going down to get him, but like, you got him in the, you got him in the face, bro. Like, 10 out of 10. It's a great shot. He also hit Michaels in that SummerSlam against The Undertaker. He nailed him too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Brett, Brett's a sniper. He's a sharp. He's a sharpshooter. He's a sharpshooter. <laughs> I love it. Um, number I'll see four. My way out. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, was when mankind beat the Rock on Raw. Yeah, was I was in high school. Yeah, yep. and I, that, I wish I had someone bring me to that show. I remember someone went to that show, and she, and she wouldn't tell me what happened. Because this is oh, when it's they pre-recorded, taped. right? Yeah. Yeah, they taped a bunch. Because of the dog tell, show. 
yeah but she, yeah but she was just telling me like you know she made it sound like something big was going to happen yeah and you knew something was going to happen and i remember and this was the days of nitro and i would always flip back and forth and i heard tony Schiavone say hey um mick foley is going to win their title like, i heard him say that and, and i was one of this you know half a million people who yeah turned it over and then like when you talk about pops that stone cold oh pop, yeah holy cow but like that moment there was just like that was one of the best things ever and i just just the, the way the whole thing went down and the whole fact that tony shivani actually said it like no man you know man, mankind mick foley he worked his cactus jack here he's gonna win their title that's really gonna put butts in seats yeah <laughs> well it did it did um so that one was like kind of a combined nitro and raw one uh number three comes from nitro and this is when scott hall came made his debut i was hoping this was on here and it was just like yeah did you see that live i did i did and i could not believe what i was watching i'm like what is happening because like you have this mike enos and i don't remember who he was against but it was just the stalker match yeah and it's just like you have colonel robert parker out there there's just nothing match and all of a sudden, Scott Hall, no, no, I'm sorry, it's Razor Ramon coming down. And it's like, what is this? And it's just like, and obviously, you know what I mean? It's just like, no, this isn't real. This, this no way. Um, and the subsequent weeks, you know, once, once you realize what was happening, it was Hall and then Nash with the best line we came here to, this is where the big boys play huh well let's, let's <laughs> this is We're where the big play. boys play yeah. <laughs> listen to the adjective play I'm like oh bro that's a verb um <laughs> <laughs> like oh I'm like something's off there like oh that's bad um but that one was just like wow like uh, I, I was just and just like everyone else just floored no idea I remember I was sitting there, I was at my aunt's house watching with four of my cousins, and we're all watching it. We're looking at each other like, wait, what? Is that real? What is going on? Yeah. This is this is happening. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. So the number two would be the, the most recent out of the five, and this is the night before Survivor Series um, when Daniel Bryan kicked AJ Styles in the dick and then turned heel and won the title and then he went on to face brock lesnar at survivor series instead of aj styles um dan o'brien's heel turn to win the title the the literally the go home show to survivor series was like yep. whoa like did not like because you don't think anything major is going to happen on a go home show there's like there's no way but that turned into this great you know heel daniel bryan which was a much better heel daniel bryan than the first heel daniel bryan oh by um, a mile yeah with the nexus nexus whatever it was um but that one was just like just because of the timing of it i'm just like wow like that was i couldn't believe it um before i say my number one do you have anything that comes to mind something that that was uh off the top of your head or i mean it's okay if you know i have an honorable mention for, um, for, that for i just me? thought of now but go ahead for me i'd have to say the one that got me recently was the undertaker losing the streak Mm. that right. to me i remember i was sitting there i was sitting with a friend of mine that dude in the front row yep i was sitting with a friend of mine and we were talking <laughs> about how it was really weird 
how they'd had Brock getting buried on, on Raw the last couple of weeks because Undertaker doesn't lose at WrestleMania. And my friend's wife turned and said, well, what if he does lose this year? She's not a fan. She was just sitting there watching with us. And we right. both started laughing. We're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Okay, lady. And then he hit the, the ref hit the three, and he and I both, as as grown men who have enjoyed this our entire lives, essentially, looked yeah. at each other like, holy I, that it's clearly a mistake. He clearly got knocked out. He clearly this. He clearly right. that. And 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 she she was just in awe. She's like, this is like genuine shock. This is you guys aren't yeah. messing around, and we're just right. No, this is real. Like nobody expected this. No, I, I always wonder who actually knew when that call was made. Obviously, oh. Brock and Taker knew. I, I I'm genuinely curious if Paul Heyman knew. There's rumors, and of course, I don't know if it's true that the ref didn't even know until about like he was smartened up, like right as the match was coming to a close. Could you imagine if they smartened him up in his earpiece in the middle of the match? Yeah, I would have just I would have crapped my pants right there. Be like, nope, you're gonna make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, so in thinking, I, I thought of two honorable mentions. I'm gonna give you two honorable mentions. Okay. For my number one. Um, my first honorable mention was when the Hardys came back at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was good. Yep, that was because cool. everyone, because I assumed just like everyone else that the New Day were going to interject themselves as the fourth team, because they're like, this is the Fatal Four Way, and and, New, and the New Day were the hosts. So like, okay, they're going to come down, and then when that music hit, I'm like, oh wow, like that was like goosebumps. Um, one that was just gross, and I can't remember. This was, I think this was end of Nitro days, but it was when Sid on Nitro oh. jumped off the middle rope and pulled a Gordon Hayward or Dak Prescott, whatever you want to call it, but middle of the road. Uh, well, you had to sit there because it was live TV and you had to wait for whoever the masked person to come out was um, to like, to finish it up. And it was just like, it was brutal. Just I could have sworn that was Halloween Havoc that happened. It could have, it was later in, oh, was it? Okay. Maybe it was Halloween Havoc, but it was later in the, in WCW's run. I, I do remember that though. That was, that oh, was man. vicious, man. No, no pun intended, but that was cool. Um, so my number one, which, you know, how old would I have been during this? I would say this was 97. So I was a sophomore, freshman in high school. So I, I, you know, to the point where I knew it was worked, but like, was it really? And this is, this is actually from Nitro. And this is when the NWO took over the entire show. No one oh, talked yeah. for anything. And they took down all the WCW stuff and they, put up NWO stuff and they just went, I mean, it was like 45 minutes of just straight, no talking and then just destroying stuff. That's when they lined out of Ray Mysterio, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Cause that one was an outdoor one um, toward the beginning when there were only like three or four members. So okay. Like Mysterio came out. That was one of the, like Jimmy Hart gets on. It was like Alexa Luger, Ric Flair match. I think it yeah, was. Yeah. Jimmy Hart's like, come on, come on. You need to come back. And then, um, you know, Mysterio jumped out of the, from the trailer and they threw him into the trailer. Um, on one of the Bischoff Bischoff's podcasts, there he, they said like people were generally calling the cops. Oh yeah, yep, yep. The real cops show up for that one. No, this was later where they just took over. This was you know once you had more. So like Conan was there, Bagwell was there, Norton. So you had you had a whole bunch more, but they just went through everything. Like they they got ladders, they took down the the WCW stuff, replaced it with NWO, and it just went on for so long that it made it like like unbelievable. I think that was the right before the '97 Starcade when Hogan fought Sting. 
was it? That makes sense. That would I make think sense. because there's a one of the one of the podcasts uh, had a watch along, and I think I actually watched that. Okay, but a it was just, years just back. The, the length, the length that they yeah, yeah, just like it wasn't this little thing, and it just kept going, and I was like, wow, it was it was awesome. So, so that's that. Um, there's your, there's your top five for this week. Um, next week we're planning on doing our top five live moments. Yeah, we were planning this week, but somebody, uh, me, uh, uh, didn't have them. So no worries, we, it's fine. Like you had so many live moments you couldn't choose, so you're just going through the vetting process. There you go. Had an audible. So, there we go. To to be fair, I have six. I have my top five with an honorable mention. So um, just just to give you the heads up there, just because there was one I had. It wasn't like super like you know. It was just so rare. I right. mentioned that before. It was so rare that I had to do it. Um, and so to wrap up here, we have our trivia. So last week, the trivia, it was, this was a softball. Um, you know, I couldn't think of anything good, but it is what it is. So in what capacity did Braun Strowman make his first televised appearance on WWE programming? I Chris, know. Go ahead. He was the hot dog in Adam Rose's uh, um, entourage there. I believe it was Rosebud. the hot dog. He was a rosebud. Yep. And Rosebud. Yeah, yeah. The Rosebud. The Rosebud. Yep. And uh, so. yeah, if you go back and you look at that, just Google like <laughs> like Braun Strowman Rosebud. You can't unsee it whenever you see him. Yep. It, it was it was something. Yeah. So this one, hopefully, I can get you thinking a little more. Okay. Um, this one is Royal Rumble relevant, and it has to do with our boy Rikishi. Okay. So I can't see. All right. So Rikishi, he's been in. I I don't even know how many Royal Rumble matches. You're going to have an edge on this because the, the ones you just watched. Okay. I want to know how many different characters that man has done in the Royal Rumble and what were they? That's the question this week. So, oh, I, I think I already it, know. <laughs> I already know. Yeah. yeah so what, just, do you think you know the number already? I think I do. Okay, you, I want be- it, you want it? Okay. I believe. I'm not going to say either way, but you go ahead and tell me what you think. And, I'll tell, and I'm just going to Rikishi. put on my mask. Which is me putting my sweatshirt over my mouth so you can't see my face. So I'd say he's been in there as two different characters. Okay. Uh, obviously Rikishi, and then the Sultan also. Okay. Uh, well, I we will. Know. We will find out that answer next week. I have one for you. You might know it. If, oh uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you probably you probably will. Okay. So, I was thinking about this as I was watching Rumbles and stuff like that the past couple of weeks. Uh, we all know the only, uh, the only two who've ever come in first and won a World Rumble. Obviously, Shawn Michaels, and then, you know, he who must the, not be named. the Voldemort yeah. of professional wrestling. Right. Uh, he who should not be yeah, nameless. Um, who are the only two men to come in number two and win the Rumble? You want me to answer now? Because I got yeah. that one. It's Vince McMahon and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Go. Very good. All right. Um, I feel quite dorky, but I love it. I could do this. I haven't had anyone to do wrestling trivia with ever. So <laughs> literally we could do probably a whole podcast of just wrestling trivia, but no one would want to listen to that. Um, someone might actually, if they just want it, depends how deep in the weeds we get. Cause we can get pretty deep in the weeds. And when um, I went to, and I went to take over Brooklyn too, uh, a couple years ago before SummerSlam and me and my buddy, the entire way home about a three hour trip. He was just, he went on like Spotify or Apple music and was playing old wrestling themes and seeing if I could oh, name great. that tune. It was I, so uh, much fun. So much oh, fun. Great. Well, I have a, a almost 10 and an 8-year-old, and I've trained them. And I'll, I only do current ones right now. 
but I can get them to do almost every current wrestler. Nice. Their their music, their theme musics. This you know they'll still get confused between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, which is which is okay. Uh, but my son's getting his his collection of wrestling of wrestlers and stuff. So that's awesome. You know, much to my wife's chagrin. <laughs> so hey, isn't she into like anime and stuff? Does she get dosh? Oh no, she yeah. Listen, my children. You know, just for the sake of an, an, anonymity. I won't, you know, I'm not going to say their names, but no, no, you know, my kids' names may have come from a, a certain television show, which, unbeknownst to me, was like, whoops, I just turned Siri on by accident. Um, <laughs> um, which, unbeknownst to me, you know, were two of the lead characters in a show. Also, one of my kids were named after an anime, a very popular anime show that my wife loves and was actually like the wedding topper of our cake so if i had any delusions of grandeur that i had any say in the name of my kids uh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that part's fine but she cannot throw that nerd stone oh no no, no. you know what i mean so it's it's fine so 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 that'll do it next week again is our royal rumble episode where we'll go through both royal rumbles the men and the women's we'll go entry by entry who comes in when who gets eliminated when who will be the the uh, the winners? And you know, I'll let Chris think on it a little more to see if he wants to adjust his Keith Lee or Rhea Ripley, and we'll take some we'll take some guesses there, and we'll we'll see how it goes. So I probably have a totally different guess after this week's episode. So we'll see. Exactly. So um, <laughs> I'm not changing. I'm not changing mine. There's almost unless they do something so incredibly stupid on Raw this week. Um. Don't tell it's me. Not, it's, it's not going to change. It's not going to change it. I can't see how it would fit. I can't see how it would work, especially with the Goldberg McIntyre thing. And if they do a big pull apart, that's going to be the big schmoz. Like, don't ruin, don't ruin what I have booked. Please, Bruce, please don't. Um, so don't forget, like us on Twitter at ABG Fan Wrestle, Wrestling. Rather. Um, website is www.averagefanofwrestling.com encourage you to check that out it has a lot of the has all the predictions that we've talked about here uh and and more as the trivia up there uh it's a work in progress still but we're you know encourage you to check it out we're getting there so thank you for joining us and don't forget to hit that subscribe button give us a like if you and a rating if you so choose anything else that you like i stole your line on this week chris sorry that's cool. Leave a rating and review, like Jason said, and uh, maybe tell a friend. We'd appreciate that. Help spread the word. Fellow wrestling fan that likes a little more content, send them our, send them our way. Especially for this Raw Rumble episode. This is going to be the beginning. Yeah, it's going to be good. Great, so. It's going to be good. All right. For my Dawkins, this is your Ford, and uh, we will see you next week. Go get that smoke. Yeah. Get that smoke. We'll see you next week on The Average Fan of Wrestling.